Hello everyone. I really wanted to come on here and kind of vent a little bit. <laughs> not really vent, but um, I'm not angry. I'm actually very peace-filled today by the grace of God. Um, more rant is what I mean. Um, I have a whole bunch of things that I wanted to share and um, uh, perhaps some people might label me as ADHD. I don't want to claim that label necessarily, but my brain does tend to work a little disorganized and that's just um, how I was made and that's okay. So in true uh, ADHD fashion, I could not write an outline for speaking to you um, because there was just so much that I wanted to say and my thoughts were racing way ahead of um, how fast the uh, pen and paper could handle. So, first thing I wanted to share is that I really hope that if you are needing encouragement today, that the Lord would use this to encourage you. Um, I spent most of August um, very um, low in mood. Um, I, I was praying, I was trying my best to pray away a depression that felt like it really wanted to stick on me and I kept wanting to pray it away but um, you know I kind of just leaned into it um, not necessarily I don't want to say wallow in it or um, allow myself to do it necessarily but I wanted whatever God may have been trying to um, tell me to um, do its work. So I'm not saying that God sends us depression. That's not what I mean. Um, but I guess uh, what I'm trying to say is that, as I mentioned in the last podcast, sometimes when things are going on around us, circumstances, um, or things start feeling like they're falling apart, it's a good idea to just take a step back and do an inventory and, and ask God perhaps if he wants to use this time for molding and shaping us, if he wants to use this time to call us back to him, if perhaps we've been straying away, if perhaps he's trying to get our attention and, and tell us something or he wants us to make a change of something. It could be many different things. Um, so it's a good time to just take a step back and really reflect with God, not as a glorification of your emotions, not allowing yourself to resign to be um, in a deep, dark pit, but just taking the time to be prayerful and mindful. So um, after I... I feel like it was about three weeks where um, this really took place and then I took two days to kind of do a social media fast. I like to listen to a lot of um, Bible podcasts and um, Bible teachers and YouTube videos and there's always a lot of um, other voices and while that can be educational and beneficial, um, sometimes we just need to quiet everything down because the Lord speaks to us about things he wants to convict us as individuals. Um, 
in different at different times than other people. So what we might be gleaning from the Bible teacher or the sermon or, or the whatever teaching um, could be good, but we need to also be asking the Lord what it is for us right now um, that he wants to teach us. So I, I did that and um, after really pressing in and allowing that to do its work, so to speak, um, I was able to come out of it and I just felt like that was something that, that was a little bit of a slightly different approach that I've taken more in the last few years is to just um, not feel so guilty or afraid to go into that um, or think that I will be left there. Um, but anyhow, so in going through this, um, this week I really was, it just came to mind that going through labor, I don't know how many of you listening may have um, bore a child. <laughs> But um, when I had my third child, I was a little bit late to, uh, to the hospital. And I was always on team medication. That's just me personally. Um, so there was no part of me that wanted to attempt natural childbirth. <laughs> um, and so I got there a little late and they told me, you're too late. Um, and the panic just washed over me. I, I really thought, surely I'm going to die, <laughs> which sounds silly now, but in the moment, that's what I thought. And um, in birthing our third and being late and thinking this, the pain was just something that I couldn't have even imagined. And, you know, when people say, you know, we all have different pain tolerances. Sometimes that's viewed as like a negative thing. Um, like, oh, you're, you're too weak. No, it's not quite that. It's that our makeup genetically is different. And some people's um, neurological sensors, <laughs> sensory wise, can feel things actually more strongly um, than other people. And I... And one of those people who have a very low pain tolerance. And so pain tends to scare me. Well, this was on a level that I could not have even imagined. I mean, of course I imagined it, but it was beyond that. And actually to the point where the next day the nurses, when they wheeled me into a different room, they said, oh, you're the one who had the whole floor um, wondering what was going on. Um, I can't believe you're such a petite little woman because the screams coming out of you <laughs> could be heard all the way down the hall. So I was so embarrassed, but um, I really was screaming. And in the midst of the labor, I thought, I again was saying, surely I'm going to die. And I thank, thank the Lord. I did not die. I'm here telling you this story. But what I learned from that is that pain doesn't kill you. Um, I thought that there is a level of pain that's so severe that a human being could die from pain. But it's not. That's actually not true. And I learned it from that. Um, there's other factors that um, 
lead to actual death of a human being, but it's not the pain itself. Uh, so pain doesn't kill us. Um, but in comparing our spiritual labor, our spiritual life to labor, I just felt really this week this analogy come over me like the work that the Holy Spirit does in us, like the sanctification process, um, which the Lord uses many different analogies, like such as pruning, um, shaping, molding. Um, he does talk about suffering, but these analogies um, help us to see like there's a there is like a cutting off and um, there is like a process that we go through spiritually, but sometimes we can feel it in our spirit. And, you know, I just, this has really helped me this, this week to understand um, that sometimes it really does feel that our spiritual walk is like a labor. So I'm calling it like spiritual labor. <laughs> We're trying to birth the fruit um, that he wants to birth through us. Um, and it can be painful. And maybe sometimes if, if you are more sensitive emotionally or more um, just in tune with these spiritual happenings, you may just feel it and it may feel heavy. And we just need to really press in and turn to the Lord um, through these things. I want to give you the scripture, 1 Peter 5.10, which I may have given many times before, but this is a great one for this. Uh, 1 Peter 5.10, And after you have suffered a little while, the God of all grace, who has called you to his eternal glory in Christ, will himself restore, confirm, strengthen, and establish you. So there is that time where you will suffer a little while, whether that be mental, emotional, health-wise, physical, uh, circumstantial, um, things that will happen, there will be, but um, there will be also a redemption, a restoration, a strengthening, um, as promised in his word. Um, sometimes we don't see that. Um, we don't really see that right away, and you know, sometimes we don't see that on this side of eternity um, as much as may, we may want to. And we have to be okay with that. We have to really be okay that His grace is sufficient. And we have to know that our strength comes from Him, our joy comes from Him alone. Um, I, I did want to mention the Bible. I'm not the one who created this um, analogy, but I I truly feel like by the Spirit, it just was um, inspired by that analogy. It does talk about that in in the scripture a couple times, that analogy. Um, so it's not unique to me, but um, I did want to share that. Um, and also another scripture that I wanted to leave with you today is 2 Corinthians 4, um, verses 8 through 12. We are hard-pressed on every side, but not crushed. Perplexed, but not in despair. Persecuted, but not abandoned. Struck down, but not destroyed. 
We always carry around in our body the death of Jesus, so that the life of Jesus may also be revealed in our body. For we who are alive are always being given over to death for Jesus' sake, so that his life may also be revealed in our mortal body. So then, death is at work in us, but life is at work in you. So it really does feel that that pressing sometimes and that crushing. Um, but as I mentioned, pain doesn't kill us. Um, and the things that we are going through, we can live in victory um, as much as we are able to by the Spirit. Sometimes, as I've mentioned on, on this podcast when I've shared my journey, some days I I don't win. Some days I'm just bowled over and my flesh um, can't overcome the temptation to um, just resign to, uh, to the circumstances or to the sadness or to whatever it is. But then some days um, I'm more victorious. And so that, that is our journey. This is the labor that we go through um, as followers of Christ. And I just wanted to encourage you with that. Um, another last thing that has been on my mind this week is just being okay that obedience um, doesn't doesn't always feel great. The result of obedience, let me say. Um, standing up for others or for ourselves, walking in obedience, doing the right thing. You know, we can think that it's going to be, you know, fruitful or rewarded. But again, it might not in this life. And that shouldn't discourage you. Um, I'm saying this because to me, I would want someone to be honest. um, So I don't feel super like, what did I do wrong? Maybe I heard him wrong. Maybe I didn't do the right thing. But I have observed in others and I have experienced in myself that yes even sometimes when we do the right thing it's not always going to feel great you know sometimes there is isolation on the other side of that Um, and that's something that I've experienced our families experienced and extended family in other situations that I've I've witnessed people following the light, bringing sin to light, and, you know, it, it really hasn't been um, this beautiful fruit after that. It's been painful because there are consequences to, um, there, there are good consequences, I should say, um, such as, it, I need to be more specific so you understand, but I'm trying to protect the people involved at the same time. Um, for example, if you know that you're, let's, let's make this really simplistic. If you know you're hanging around with the wrong crowd, let's say, and you bring to light and you confront the sin and you say, you know, I don't want to do this anymore. I want to be obedient. I don't want to follow you, um, or be around you because you're choosing to be in sin and, I want to bring this to your attention. Will you stop doing these things? And the person says, 
you're crazy, you're ridiculous, you're being fanatical, goodbye, um, then you may really lose friendships and you may lose the people you're around. And it's, it's not very, it doesn't feel very good. It can feel very isolating. So that, that's just an example, a really simplistic example of what I mean. But it, it, it's storing treasures in heaven. And um, this life order looks very different from his kingdom's life, um, his kingdom's order. So to us, it can be, as it says in 2 Corinthians 4, um, perplexing. It can be perplexing, but we should not despair because we who put our hope in the Lord and in what's to come by faith, we know that he will never let us down, even though it may feel here in this world that wow you know what if I'm being honest I feel let down I thought following him would bring something beautiful but by faith we know that ultimately the ultimate the overall he does not let us down his promises are true and there's treasures that we are storing in him so um, I hope that you this is an encouragement to you I hope that you will um, study these verses and allow it to bring refreshment to your soul and to know that these things are, as Paul calls in his word, light and temporary, although they certainly can feel heavy and long-lasting, but they are, and we need to have our spiritual glasses on, so to speak, and believe these things by faith. I hope that you will continue to journey on this narrow road um, towards the prize and store your treasures in heaven. May you be encouraged and strengthened today and um, may you find and feel tangibly the treasures that are available to you in abundance um, through Christ Jesus. Be blessed and until next time, bye-bye.